coming to get you, Barbara. What spooky uh, creeps? Insert Spanish intro. I was trying, but it didn't work. What are we talking about on the podcast today, Whitney? Labyrinth. Hell yeah, Pan's Labyrinth. Um, I am drinking already. It is four twenty-two in the afternoon. Not not quite four twenty. Sorry, folks. Um, <laughs> but I'm drinking already because I'm depressed. Drink the depression away. This movie is depressing. <laughs> yeah. God, what'd you do to us? What'd you do to us, man? I love this movie. <laughs> oh man, I'm just the ending. It's um <laughs> question mark. <laughs> Big old question mark there. Boy, it was an experience for me who I'm lucky. I've never seen this before. I so. still have it playing in the background. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um but yeah, this is this time I get to kind of lead this one a little bit because you are the one who's never seen this before. Oh, yeah. I mean, your boy's notes are wild. (laughs) This movie is pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, way... Look at this. Look at this. Way longer than usual. (laughs) You have got notes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. Um, Well, let's kick it off. Um, What what spooked you? Let me guess. Actually, literally, I kind of want to guess. What's like... Okay, some super. I mean, not supernatural. Sorry, I know you don't watch that. What is it called? Vampire Diaries. Or are you done with it? No. No. Okay. Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, maybe one more thing. One or two more things. But I don't know what they are. <laughs> maybe um, nothing. Honestly, your guess is pretty much as good as mine at yeah. this point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So yes, Vampire Diaries. We watched a lot of Vampire Diaries this week. There you go. Um, the Office. I've watched a lot of The Office this week as Get well. Get back into that or what? Oh yeah. I mean, I've kind of been back into it. I noticed there's this one channel. I don't even know what channel it is, but it's like always on that channel, especially mm-hmm. on my lunches. And so I watch it. And then we have Peacock too. So yeah, I yeah. watch it on Peacock all the time. But yeah, it's always on this one channel. Mm. Like it's like ridiculousness on mtv which it's just always where on. it's just on yeah yeah and it's so like... <laughs> i just watch it and it's pretty lit and so there you go. that and yeah not really much else it was a short week <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um for me like you, you probably well, got yeah. like 12 new movies i don't i don't <laughs> i only have four things actually which for me is quite a low point with The Office, though, since I finished The Office right before it left Netflix, I have picked up on Peacock. I just went back to Parks and Rec. I was like, you know, oh, yeah. it's a I good wanted, time. I want to go back to that. It's fun. It It's weird because Parks and Rec arguably is like better crafted because it's the same maker. You know, it's the same. It's mm-hmm. Greg Daniels and all them. And they basically were like, took everything wrong with The Office and <laughs> fixed it. With Parks and Rec, but somehow still to me, Parks and Rec isn't as good as The Office. Yeah, The Office holds up better. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's still the most, it was the most watched show in 2020. So I think it's safe to say it holds up still. (laughs) Yeah, but I know a lot of people like love Parks and Rec more. I'd say, I, I would have to say though that Andy on Parks and Rec 
is fucking one of the best characters in all of television. Mm-hmm. I think he's hilarious as shit, but Andy Dwyer. Anyway, let's move on to my list. Like I said, I only got four <laughs> things. Um, kind of. I mean, one of them is a series that we binged real quick. <laughs> or like a season, a mini series, I should say. Mm-hmm. And that was the the new Night Stalker about what's his face? Uh, literally. Mm-hmm. What the hell is his face? I just watched the whole goddamn uh, thing. Isn't it Rodriguez? Uh, Ramirez? It? Um, Ramirez. Richard ooh, Ramirez. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I'm starting to sound real slightly borderline <laughs> yeah. racist here throwing out the... Rodriguez, Ramirez. Spanish. Uh, Rodriguez. <laughs> Last names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was... Um, it was fine. It really catered to like the cops or like the detectives side of the story, which is fine. I mean, that makes sense. It's more about the lead up to his arrest and like discovering who he was. Um, Mm -hmm. One thing I do like about it is it did, it did like sympathize with the victims a lot, which was good. It like named every single one of them and like Mm kind of gave their story a little bit. um, So that's good. That's the one who (laughs) stayed at the, the Sicil yeah hotel right yeah mm-hmm. ghost yeah, adventures episode yeah. tied into that <laughs> yep. i remember hearing about they went that, into so. his room <laughs> yeah 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 wow. i mean he was obviously a fucked up guy what one crazy thing about him was he was like he would like just break into people's houses in the middle of the night and kill them and usually couples or, or not really i mean it seemed like he favored older people um and also young kids it's weird like so he would kidnap kids and molest them and shit and then let them go he didn't really kill kids, which is weird. Um, but yeah, but the weird thing about him, he would like break into their houses and kill them in different ways almost every time, kind of. Like he didn't stick to the one thing. He would like switch it up. He'd like either shoot them. No, like or... real like calling card or anything yeah, not to really. like pinpoint like not, this is a serial not really. killer. Yeah, until he like uh, started putting uh, pentagrams and shit on his, you know, where he killed people. So anyway, yeah, it was fine most people are probably already watching it so that's cool yeah it it was on my to-do list (laughs) yeah yeah it's fine um let's see the other lamb this was a 2019 film that i remember when it came out like everybody was like dude if you love the witch you have to watch this film and i was like i love the witch and i love films so i'm in (laughs) i never got to it in 2019 though or even last year um it is now on hulu I don't you would hate this I'm pretty sure um it it's just eye porn like mm. it's it just visually stunning but other than mm. that the story was low-key shit mm. I if you if you need a good story do not watch this skip it easy I do need I do need some story yeah it's nothing like Pan's Labyrinth <laughs> I'll say that for sure um story yeah. <laughs> uh in non-horror I watched the assistant oh what you got what you got I, I remembered one other thing she that got I've been watching. Folks. Hockey. A lot of hockey. Hockey, yeah. I was like, what has been taking up all of my week? Mm-hmm. Hockey. Hockey has been taking up my week. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we lost last night. That was yeah. What can you do? But we also got, was it last weekend we got the win that was 8-0? to zero? Yeah. That was fucking nuts. Yeah, so we're, we're two was. and two. We, yeah. uh, we played, who did we play? Last night so was we the Kings. We just played the Kings, yeah. yeah. And tonight we played the Ducks. Mm. I like and the Ducks very much. Yeah. yeah, we play the Ducks tonight. So it's our first back-to-back game. Exciting. Oh. 
but yeah, yeah we're I mean, two and two. <laughs> yeah, I played two. Themes I haven't really been keeping up with it. Yeah, so watch. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I watched in non horror. I watched a drama called The Assistant. It is a 2020 film that I missed last year. Um, it was good. I liked it. It's. Have you seen Ozark? Uh, we started Ozark. Did you get introduced to, I think her name is Beth in the series. She's like the blonde curly haired girl and she's real skinny and she talks like the, like she has a really Southern accent or whatever. I don't or, think so. Okay. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. We're, okay. We didn't get too far into it. Jacob loved it, but it's, it's a good show. It's just not my kind of show. It wasn't enough to keep me entertained. Yeah long enough so i dropped we, off it. yeah i mean we definitely like loved season one but then when mm-hmm. season two came out we started it and i just couldn't get into it and we never went back to it so yeah i know anyway, jacob really liked it yeah just it's a good show picked it back yeah. up <laughs> yeah but yeah this that one of the girls in ozark i was just trying to correlate it um she's mm-hmm. the lead in this she's basically like an assistant for a executive producer or something on on films i believe is what it alludes to and it's just kind of the a commentary on like how gross it can be, the industry can be. Um, yeah, it was a good film. I liked it. There wasn't much of a score, which always throws me off when yeah. like there's no music in a movie. It's just quiet like, movies are yeah unsettling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it it literally takes it's one of those movies that takes place in one day mm-hmm. and it shows her whole like layout of everything like it shows her going to work at super early in the morning throughout the whole day and just all the shit she does. So yeah, it was a good movie. Interesting. That's also on Hulu. Um, and the last one that is also on Hulu is also a 2020 release in thriller. I'd say it's, it's like thrillers. We just kind of throw into horror, you know, we're like, yeah, this is Sometimes a horror so. film. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's called alone and mm-hmm. it was definitely, it, it, was shown at the Telluride Horror Festival last year, which was dope. Um, and yeah, I like it. It's a girl gets kidnapped while she's kind of road tripping, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like it doesn't do anything new, but it was still good. You know, like <laughs> it's, it's kind of the typical, like, Oh, I've been kidnapped, but I've escaped. And now he's chasing me there's nothing really new to it um but the score was decent the, the cinematography was pretty decent and the acting was good so i don't know yeah it was good <laughs> other than that that's it <clears throat> no universal no universal monsters this week now we're going to talk about pan's labyrinth It's 1944 and the Allies have invaded Nazi-held Europe. In Spain, a troop of soldiers are sent to a remote forest to flush out the rebels. They're led by Captain Vidal, a murdering sadist, and with him are his new wife, Carmen, and her daughter from a previous marriage, 11-year-old Ophelia. Ophelia witnesses her stepfather's sadistic brutality and is drawn into Pan's Labyrinth, a magical world of mythical beings. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I I knew what I was getting into because I've obviously known about this film and even what it's about and stuff. But <clears throat> yeah, I I feel like I need to be on my fourth beer already because I'm <laughs> Mr. Jensen is very sad. <laughs> so good. It's a very good film. 
Um, before mm-hmm. we get carried away, let's do some ratings on IMDb. We have an 8.2 out of 10 for user, and for Metacritic, we have a 98. What the hell? And Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> is a 95. So I think one of the highest rated films for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Just like a fact right away, I think I remember hearing or reading that at when it was shown at whatever festival it showed at, um, it, it received yeah. like a 22 minute standing ovation yeah. or something at the Keynes Film Festival. Okay, yeah, it received a 22 minute applause. That's that's fucking wild. So, because it's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, this came out in 2006, directed by every horror geek's um, favorite Spanish boy, Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> we all love him to death yeah. he, he's such like a i love him because he's like he seems really humble like oh, i feel yeah. like if i saw him in an airport and i was like dude i love your films he would legit probably like talk to me even though he's literally super famous and like yeah you know? <laughs> but he just seems like a yeah he, he just seems, seems like, like a really chill yeah down to earth dude like he'd be down to talk and i'd be like we'd talk horror <laughs> you know yeah he just seems like a really cool guy um there's one cool fact that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Stephen King, Stephen King, Steph, whatever you want. Um, <laughs> Stephen King. <laughs> tomato, tomato, potato, potato, Stephen, Stephen, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, Stephen King attended the screening of the film and he sat next to Guillermo mm-hmm. and um, he squirmed during like one of the pale man like when the pale man yeah. was chasing ophelia yeah and del toro was so like honored by that yeah dude and- <laughs> because he said like he compared that to the experience of winning an oscar yeah he was so proud dude, like that's yeah, all like- he got a reaction from stephen king and yeah. he was done he's like yeah. this is it <laughs> well that's the thing is like stephen king is so renowned in the horror community that when any praise is given to your film, you're just like, all right, I'm done. Like I can wrap it up now. My career's done. We're good to go. <laughs> like I know he said one of the most terrifying films he's ever seen in theaters was the witch. He said he like mm-hmm. couldn't sleep for two nights or some shit, you know, things like that. Like, so you just know all these directors are like, I did something right <laughs> to scare Stephen King. So yeah, dude, it's wild for sure. Well, and awesome. let's just admit like the pale man, even if you've never seen this film, you literally you, you know, know what the Pale Man is. It's terrifying. You, know. you can't yeah. not know what the Pale Man is. <laughs> yeah. And, it's and the let's iconic, just... like, besides obviously the fawn. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the iconic, like, that's one of the first characters, mm-hmm. not the first character you yeah. think of when people bring up Pan's Lab and you're like, oh, yeah, the eyes. Yeah. And you're like, fucking yeah, gnarly ass eyes. And gross. <laughs> Ugh. And let's just. a huge role, but it's still wild. Yeah, exactly. And let's just pull one out for Doug Jones right now. Doug oh Jones my gosh, plays dude. the fawn and the pale. And the pale man. And he couldn't even see. It took he was he sat five hours mm-hmm. in a chair. Yeah. To get the makeup and cosmetics on for the pale man. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah, just dude. Sitting there. And he doesn't just even sitting speak there. And then you have to go to work. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Like and he I doesn't even speak Spanish, but he learned yeah, all of I his lines. And then he learned Ophelia's lines and then he didn't even voice it. <laughs> yeah like yeah character that, though <laughs> yeah but the the dude that did the voice acting was grateful for it because at least oh yeah because he knew the, when yeah yeah so 
Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty wild. Anything. <laughs> yeah, I like read that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was just kind of fucking throwing shit at the wind, really. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was made for nineteen mil, so not. It's a good budget. It's a good budget for sure. Yeah, the healthy amount. But it also made eighty three worldwide, I believe, was the gross. So that's obviously that's super good. Good money. <laughs> yep, yep. And a couple things. So one fact right off the top is that the the subtitles were written directly by Del Toro himself because yeah. he's been screwed over before. Yeah, he's he's read some of his old captions and they were terrible. Yeah. So, and um, I know that you could trust these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, top tier translation. Well, I, mean, I mean, a lot of people don't realize what we were just figuring out with the Google Translate is when you, I don't know how to explain it. Like dialect is literally yes, a thing there's in, in a language. Lot of different dialects with yeah. Spanish. You've got <clears throat> what they speak in Mexico is totally different yeah, from what totally they speak different. in Spain and what they speak in Spain is different from like South like America, like Portuguese Argentina and stuff. like all of that. It's and there's all they all sound similar. So you hear it and you're just like, oh, yeah, it's just Spanish. But then like you could put a group of them in a room and they could pick out handfuls of what they're saying to each other. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's all it has different meanings, different it's all used in different contexts. So it opens up in Spain in 1944. Um, my okay, I feel like we're gonna get into some history stuff in this. Obviously, is this mm-hmm. during the war? Right after? And I also personally don't know what Spain's involvement with World War II was. Me either. So honestly, after reading, like I didn't know it was in regards to the world war ii i thought it was some like spanish civil war of some sort because that's what it feels more like yeah um so reading when i read that synopsis that was the first time i learned that it was nazi held europe Mm -hmm. um so i also don't know much about okay spain's involvement yeah we're all of that we're in the same boat that's okay i know france yeah yeah (laughs) that's about it (laughs) yeah so we've got a nice shot of a girl right now we technically don't know who she is and the blood is like she's laying on her side and blood is moving in reverse because it kind of is starting to tell a tale (laughs) yeah yeah it's starting to tell a tale of like a princess and all this stuff and um yeah so Fast forward to that a little bit. We've got Ophelia is driving through the forest with her sick mother, Carmen, uh, sticks a piece of stone into a statue, and she sees a fairy. Um, we don't know it's a fairy yet. She says it is. Oh, according well, to yeah, her, she yeah. says it is. Real true. quick, she okay. tells her mom, I saw a fairy. So It's a giant stick bug. We yeah, see dude. a giant yeah. stick bug. Well, that's what but I yeah, love about this. She does call it a fairy. That's what I love that about child. this is like Del Toro's mind is so fucked up in a way like in a good way we're all fucked up but it's so fucked up in a way that he's like oh this is a fairy this like super grotesque thing like down the road um we find out that the fairy can transform into like a picturesque fairy and it's still kind of like gross looking compared to this like stick bug thing yeah it's definitely not you know disney approved (laughs) yeah yeah exactly this movie gets fucking wild it's no tinkerbell fairy dust and 
sparkles and glitter no. trail of light. It's yeah. And I'll dark. admit it was a little unclear <laughs> that her mom was sick and we never officially find out what she was sick with. We'll get there, but you know, I'll just keep going. So they arrive at some military barracks to meet her new pops, uh, Captain Vidal. I said I wasn't going to do an accent, and then I did a fucking accent. Where? What are we doing? I'm getting off. I got to go. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, man. So Ophelia runs after the fairy. Um, she wants nothing to do with this Captain guy, Vidal. And uh, she she chases this fairy into a forest and finds like some old structures and um i don't know what to call her she's like a housekeeper i don't know if that's like yeah. problematic to say okay yeah um, i feel like that's accurate to what like that's her role she's like yeah. the head housekeeper yeah um, yeah of of captain vidal um, yeah her name is mercedes she already like you can tell she takes a liking to ophelia and um she meets her in the forest and she sees her looking at the structures and she tells her that they've been there forever, I guess. Yeah, she tells her that that's the labyrinth. Yeah. And, and it's been um, there since before the mill. Yeah. And she and Mercedes tells her, like, go back to her father. And Ophelia's like, Yeah, that's not my that's not my father. My my real dad died in the war. Um so I didn't catch his name. I didn't write it down ever. So I'm just gonna call him the doctor, the nice doctor guy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, tear. <clears throat> I'm gonna pour mm-hmm. one out for the homie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So the doctor tells Carmen to take something to be able to sleep. Um, maybe you can help clear some things up by the end because I do have a few questions. For um, sure. <clears throat> Ophelia and Carmen are like cuddling, and she's asking why she had to get remarried. And um, blah blah blah, mom stuff. You know, she just says the things happen. Doesn't have a name, by the way. He doesn't at all. No, legit. Really? It just it just it, says doctor. Yeah, it just says doctor. Oh, okay. I could have sworn <laughs> they said a name a couple times, but it was too long for me to type out, so I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's just he's known as is doctor. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, I don't think they ever said like a name. It's always just they always just refer to him as doctor. Okay. Um, then Carmen, the mom wants Ophelia to tell the baby a story in her belly. And she's a good storyteller. Like if we're being real, I was like, holy shit, this is a good story. Yeah, dude. It's a fun story. Um, then we've got a scene where Vidal says something. I think he's talking to the doctor. Yeah. He, he says that it's his son in her belly. Like, you can tell this dude just does not give a fuck about Carmen and obviously Ophelia. Like, Ophelia is nothing to him. Carmen is barely anything, only because she's she's like a surrogate for him, for him yeah, to yeah. have a son. And the doctor says, how do That's you know? only purpose. <laughs> yeah. And the doctor's like, how do you know it's going to be a boy? And he says, don't fuck with me. Uh, bro. Mm-hmm. He, honestly, Vidal is one of the most egregious fucking villains in a film oh, yeah, that I've seen the in a long time. First, his first scene when Ophelia gets out of the car, like yeah. he's instantly painted as an asshole because she happens to reach out the wrong hand and he just squeezes her hand. Yeah, what the fuck and is tells that? Her, it's the other one. Yeah. And then like dismisses her. <laughs> so yeah, dude. he's bye. instantly painted as a bad exactly. guy. Exactly. Like it goes, uh boy, bye. No thoughts about it. <laughs> no. 
So Vidal is called to come to. Oh, so mm, this scene. Uh, yeah, it, dude, it really it, catches you off guard. <laughs> yeah. So this is the first. You know, like I think this is what I was reading. A fact that there's a huge point that they didn't know that this film was going to be so gruesome, Absolutely, and so they had yeah. to put a warning up. Um, In both to, Mexico and Spain. Yeah, to be um, like, hey, for the movie, this is people were bringing children. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, depending on the person you are, that might be okay. But also, it depends on the age of my child. I don't know how old. Uh, maybe like a twelve-year-old I would bring to see this. Yeah, like I mean, honestly, like if I accidentally brought my five-year-old, I'd be like, "Oh my yeah. gosh, dude, it's it's pretty bad." I'd I'd be covering their eyes for sure. Um, so this is the first like nighttime that the you know Ophelia's been at the barrack, but we cut to Vidal. He's called by his like goons or whatever to come talk to some men that they found walking in the woods. Um, they claim that they are rabbit hunters. They're just hunt- out hunting rabbits. Um, just chilling. It's obviously it's a father and a son. Um, and and the son is, well, first Vidal is kind of accusing them that they're um like part of the rebel team mm-hmm. or what like they're, they're rebels because they find some like um propaganda basically in their bags. Mm-hmm. and um he pulls out a bottle of wine and he's like smelling it and the son says something kind of snarky like just a little bit oh yeah because he says um what were you guys doing and he says we were out run- hunting rabbits and he doesn't believe him so the son says if my father says we were hunting we were hunting yeah. and that's when vidal like walks up to him and fucking yeah. hits him with it once like uppercuts him with the the wine bottle and you can tell already by that you're like oh that's fucked up but then he like, I think he grabs the back of his head and just starts bashing in his face with the the wine. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't grab his. He legit just yeah. He just so he's goes just yeah. Okay, he just at goes his in. face. Yeah. And it it doesn't really cut away from it. It oh, no, literally it shows all of it. Dude, it like nothing the, to the imagination on uh, that one. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Uh. Yeah. Like it. Sh- it. The way the angle is, the the way the angle of the camera is is like. You can see the father's reaction. You can see the doll. See the face flattening. Yep, yep. You can see his nose like denting in and getting bloodier. Um, just really fucked up. And the father's like, "You killed him! Like what the hell?" And he's not dead yet. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. So he fucking shoots the dad. I there's a lot of head trauma in this fucking movie. Did he point shoot blank. the father in the head or the yeah. chest? uh i I don't know it doesn't matter yeah i believe he killed him (laughs) my blanks too he's just like like i'm here you're there and just yeah he just shoots him and then uh camera pans out turns out the son isn't fully dead so he shoots him in the head as well while he's dying um then he's going through their bags and finds rabbits so turns out they were rabbit hunting they were hunting rabbits. fucking congratulations you are literally scum of the earth i hate this and guy. he gives zero fucks <clears throat> he's he's so unaffected by it if anything it like got him off if anything. yeah he's like eh, whatever <laughs> yeah and like i'd argue this is like one of the harshest intros to how bad a character can be i believe he takes the rabbits or like he gives oh, yeah. the rabbits no, 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 to like yeah. the he garden he's like yeah have some yeah Go yeah. clean those off or whatever. Yeah, he tells Mercedes two things. I, I mean, I'm trying to think if I wrote it down. No, 
yeah, I guess it's a, a scene away, but Vidal treats Mercedes like shit. He tells her that the coffee is burnt and makes her try it. And he says, hopefully that doesn't happen again. And he, these rabbits that he stole from people he just murdered, um, he, he tells them to make a stew out of it or whatever. What the fuck? So that's cool. Um, He's but top tier asshole. Like it's it's god tier. It's like S tier, god tier. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. It's bad. I literally put him up there with like some of the worst villains I've ever seen. Like I hate this guy to my yeah, core. Dude, normally I'm like I root for the villain all day. We all know that. But, but this he's guy like, is I... on a level. And this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. Let me crack this. Let me crack this. Like he cracked that kid in the face. <laughs> That's not even funny, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh. yeah, dude. That was the scene. Like when I saw that again, because I always forget about that. And then I saw <laughs> it again and I was like, I wonder what Jensen thought about that because that scene always yeah. catches me off guard. <laughs> yeah. That, well, it's, it's funny because it's so sudden. It just, it is like they're talking and then all of a sudden this kid's face is getting bashed in and you're yeah. like, what yeah well like del toro is so into that that's like his thing he likes to fucking take this like really innocent looking film and go nah we're gonna give it some head trauma like have you seen crimson peak by him no um there's a very similar scene um that i won't give away if you ever watch it i personally did not like that film at all but there's a incredibly similar scene where it's like that a does, castle that does sound familiar actually i do think i saw that i just it's with it's like a um, long time yeah it's it's been out for like four years maybe a few yeah years, so i think i only saw it the once and i don't remember liking okay yeah, yeah, yeah i remember that movie now so do you remember the scene where the dad gets his head bashed in on the side of a um a sink fucking just obliterates like half of his face on the on a sink it's insane that. I was like, Del Toro, what are you doing? <laughs> it's thing, so you know. All, yeah. all horror directors have like their thing. Their and thing and his is head uh, trauma. Yeah. His, yeah. Specifically the face. Yeah, it's bad. Like dude. full frontal face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Let me try this other one. I don't know if I like it. Quarter. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I wish I could give you smell of vision. I don't get any raspberry. Maybe. Maybe. You know, like when you get like a box of chocolates for like Valentine's Day or whatever, and you get like a dude, what it reminds me of is like the dark chocolates with like jelly, like the raspberry jelly. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. Maybe I mean I don't think it's a good idea to follow it after a guava sour. Probably not. So that's probably my bad. <laughs> mm, need a good palate cleanser. Before yeah, you just real. jump around all these yeah, flavors. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, this fairy goes into Ophelia's room and Carmen's room and wakes Ophelia up and turns out they can shape shift. This is when she's like, "You're a fairy." And she sh- opens her fairy tale book and shows a picture, and it like grotesquely forms into like the picture. <laughs> um, still pretty gnarly. I mean, one thing that sucks 
a little bit like one a couple things that give this um film like a little thumbs down is like the cg but you can't really do anything about that i mean it's 2006 right or whatever i said yeah it's an old movie yeah that's why whenever i watch these older movies i never take into consideration i know the graphical effects because that's like playing a video game made in like 2000 and being like whoa what are these graphics yeah like obviously back then that looked so fucking realistic yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. But yeah, it shapeshifts and it wants her to go with it and it takes her back to those structures um, or the maze. The labyrinth. The labyrinth. Sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm like, hello. <laughs> it's literally right over your head. Um, and this is where we get introduced to the fawn. Um, also, like we said, played by Doug Jones. Um, he thinks that she is a princess. Princess Moana. <laughs> not to be mistaken from the disney film yeah, there's two ends <laughs> yeah yeah there's two ends i wrote that i promise uh and he he gives her a book that will tell her what she has to do to become like princess again fully kind of to make sure her essence is intact because okay. she's, been she's been away the from humans. the underworld and yeah. gotta make sure that she's still in there somewhere yeah for sure for sure so after this scene is actually when Vidal is, is rude to Mercedes, but we already talked about that. So um, so then the the next morning or the next day, the barracks uh, receive like a bunch of military supplies or whatever you want to call it. I the thought rations. it was, I wrote military supplies, but then later on, like local- Rations and people, medical supplies. Yeah. But like local people come and get the bread in that scene. So I'm yeah. assuming it's also for the local, like, I don't want to call yeah, them they village supply people, the but... They supply the town okay. rations as well because okay. wartime. <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ophelia reads the book, I think, later that evening. I yeah, because okay. you have to be alone in order for the book to okay. produce task yeah. that she has yeah. to complete yeah well i guess um her mom made her a green dress for some kind of event that they were having just to look pretty or something and she has um, to impress the captain okay yeah and but then ophelia reads the book and it tells her that she has to climb into a rotting fig tree to <laughs> shove stones into a frog's mouth <laughs> and it will destroy it and a key will come from its belly um <laughs> Now, here's one thing. I don't know if like this is Spanish folklore. Do you know anything about that? I Honestly, think, I think it's just del just del Toro being <laughs> del Toro. Yeah, I mean, like I didn't look into it, but I'd be interested if anyone knows. Like, email me, like that'd be dope, or email us because I want to know um, if this is like based off of Spanish folklore or something. Because I've never be cool. heard of a giant frog in a fig tree yeah yeah well and and my other thing was i was thinking okay if it's not based on folklore and it's not just del toro being del toro um (laughs) do you think it's a metaphor for anything like any of these three tasks that she has to do i mean we can discuss the other two later but like do you think this one i i couldn't come up with a metaphor because it's so outlandish like it's a toad a giant toad Mm. i i don't know so let's see so um 
Vidal goes to a campsite. I put, okay, this whole time I put opposing force because I didn't know that they were considered rebels. So, yeah, they visit a campsite of rebels and it reveals there's multiple things revealed in this scene. He finds a bottle of antibacterial or whatever, um, antibiotics, a vial of it. And what do you, I feel like you're reading something. I am. Are you reading folklore? Folklore without me? <laughs> it's not folklore. It's okay. still for real. Okay. And it says the toad could be representative of Ophelia's baby brother. If you go back and check out the shape of that tree, it looks a lot like the uterus in mm. fallopian tubes. And the okay. tree, like Ophelia's mother, is slowly being killed by the being that lives inside it. Oh, shit. See, I'm not smart enough for movies. We got to sign off, guys. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it's Del Toro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't, I, I'd assume that's about as, as lengthy as it would go, though, because, like, she literally has to destroy the frog to get a key from it. So I, I'd assume it ends just at the fact that it looks like a uterus and there's a frog in there yeah, or toad killing it. Yeah. Yeah. But still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I said, Vidal goes to the campsite that they saw, like they saw a fire, you smoke stuff, you know, you know how they do in movies. They see smoke <laughs> and they go, go there and we go and then they find people. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they go there and they, yeah, he finds a vial of antibiotics, um, which is comes into play later, unfortunately. And yeah, it's uh, this whole scene where he knows that they're being watched by the rebels because it was a trap. I don't think anything really happens past that. No. So, Ophelia visits the frog and feeds him the stones, which en- which ends up being Gross. the the little stones end up being bugs. Um, I put. I guess it killed him because he just like melts into this amorphous blob jello stuff. He doesn't even melt, dude. He literally vomits <laughs> out his insides. He yeah, like, he like reverse inverts yeah. himself. Yeah, he all of it comes. It's so gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty gnarly. He looks kind of yummy though. Like I'd take a bite out of it just to see. <laughs> so she got the key. Turns out. Um, but she also lost her dress, which her mom made her, which upsets her mom, which sucks. It like blew away. Oh, it, yeah. It, so she was trying to be smart because she hung it on yeah, the ranch to knock it She's dirty. I'm like, gonna yeah. get so fucking muddy crawling into this nasty ass tree. Yep. I'm gonna leave it right here, and then yep. the wind had to go and be an asshole and be like, "Yeet!" <laughs> yep. Right into it's the mud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it. So yeah. Because at first and I was like, "Oh, defense." She tried. Yeah, she tried, man. She tried. Um, it alludes to it earlier too, because she like she gets there before she takes off her dress and her fucking new shoes. Yeah, yeah are she just looks fucked. down at her shoes and she does and that like fucked. the mud thing. Yeah, she's like, oh god, yeah. Um, so Vidal has a dinner with a bunch of people. People, I don't know. They're just people, high up yeah, people, military. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's real fucked up. He tells them all that all the others can die and that he's not going to allow them as much food. Um, I don't exactly know what I was talking about in my notes, but I, I know like someone says something like we need to give the villagers food or something. And he's like, nah, he basically just says like, 
No, we need to ration okay. it. Yeah, like he—he—he's just an asshole. He doesn't care, dude. Uh, and then I said one war dude because I don't know he he has like badges and stuff whatever <laughs> badges dude I don't know military. one war dude <laughs> yeah military badges uh, he tells the story of Vidal's father and his watch Vidal's all pissy about it and he's like funny my father never owned a watch I'm like all right bro you need to calm you need to chill bro take Maybe. a chill pill pissy about everything yeah he's like That's a little his son. Yeah, he's like a late 2000s emo kid in high school. You know, he needs to calm the fuck down. <laughs> so, <laughs> fairy, the fairy comes back for Ophelia the, that later that night, I think. And uh, she brings, well, I'm saying she, the fairy, whatever, brings her back to the fawn. He says that she'll need the key she got for her next task. Ooh. I didn't know the, the pale man was the second task. Like, I didn't know it was coming. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did not know. <laughs> and he... uh it also gives her he the fawn also gives her some chalk i think and that's mm-hmm. about it which comes in play twice or a few more times and his in the fairies he says take my friends oh yeah yeah of course i don't know why i didn't say that yeah he <laughs> she takes the fairies with her because there's three of them yeah three fairies that's important yeah that number. exactly <laughs> three uh so Ophelia asks the book what's next and it shows a uterus bleeding um she knows it means her mother is no good i thought this was pretty interesting because i feel like at her age she put two two and two together pretty easily and pretty quickly um i mean i didn't learn about like especially like just the shape of a uterus like i didn't learn about that until like late middle school so no i feel like i learned about that in the fifth grade because i have one yeah it's like you're a woman i guess which is stupid that no yeah about what's about to happen <laughs> yeah for sure things are gonna happen very that makes soon sense that you didn't know i guess yeah <laughs> that she just... would because yeah they started teaching us about lady parts and things yeah. like that in like fourth fifth grade yeah and what was gonna happen with periods and stuff and and no, like for guys it was just like balls hanging around aging. you know yeah, yeah no so <laughs> yeah our so. puberty is a lot more complex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need a head start on. That. Yeah, little boys are just horny. They just want to hump shit. That's literally all it is. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Don't touch it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we also leak a substance from our parts, but it's not. Yeah. It's pleasurable. You know, like. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. not painful. Lady parts leak all the time. <laughs> Could we tell you what is always leaking? Yeah. No, no there's many <laughs> fluids. But. <laughs> I know one of them is acidic uh, enough to actually run holes through underwear. Oh, okay. So you're like all xenomorphs just running around town. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, dude, there's, there's a lot happening. It's not just one or two things that come out of there. <laughs> we don't even know what's happening. Yeah, down yeah. There. science will never know. <laughs> They're still discovering things about the uterus. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you sneeze so, and you feel something and you're yeah. like is it blood is it sweat did i pee what is <laughs> what is it <laughs> oh, no. yeah so yeah um she, oh, yeah, she knows yeah she she knows her mom is no bueno uh oh, sure enough she opens some doors and mom is mom no is bleeding bueno. yeah mom is she bleeding so bad no yeah uh that that's pretty much it it leaves it there uh you don't really yeah, know she runs I, low key was like oh she the died captain. yeah i was like oh fuck she died 
but not yet. Oh, <laughs> no, she didn't die. I'll say that. I'll cut that out. Jeez, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm guaranteeing most people have seen this already, so it's okay. Right. I'm just the weirdo who hasn't. Um, Ophelia <laughs> knows that Mercedes is helping the men in the forest because Mercedes is like consoling her and she's like, you're helping the men in the forest. So, Well, she saw the interaction between the doctor oh, and okay. Mercedes that first mm-hmm. night, like when mm-hmm. he secretly handed her a pack of medicine. And I was like, okay. this is all I could get. And then she was like, I don't okay. see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, uh, the doctor. That's how she knew. Okay. The doctor and Mercedes take off in the middle of the night. We don't know what they're doing. <laughs> um, this is where the fawn visits Ophelia while she is sleeping and tells her of the next task. Um, at first, he's kind of like, bro, bro, you didn't come you see you didn't, Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, but my mom, bro. <laughs> uh, like, the clock is ticking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> full moon hello so he says bring the fairies the one fucking rule chick is to not eat or drink any fucking thing okay and she's even like it's gonna be so fucking tempting but don't do it don't do it yeah and she's like all right I won't do it. I'm good. I got fairies. I got the fairies. I got three fairies. I'm good. Yeah, he's like, yeah. just listen and follow the fairies and get the fuck out. Yeah. Easy, Dude, easy, 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 easy. So <laughs> we also have a quick scene of the doctor and Mercedes go to help everyone. Oh, God. And I forgot. Uh, he has to cut off a dude's leg randomly. Just, you know, hey, we got to cut off a leg. It doesn't show it, show it. No, but it leaves more to your mind that whole thing of like you see him go in go for that first cut, yeah, and then and it makes a noise, and then yeah, and then it cuts, yeah, yep. So you're like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. My brain is more classic, yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, the whole chalk thing, Ophelia has to use the chalk to make a door on her wall that will bring her to the pale man's lair, we'll call it. Um, and the only other rule, I guess there's a couple other rules. Uh, she has to be back before the hourglass runs out or else the door will close. Pretty simple mm-hmm. things. Don't touch anything on the food or drink yeah. and get mm-hmm. back before it's done. It's pretty easy peasy. Like if she was a SEAL Team 6, she'd be in and out real quick. 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I put, she was told not to touch any of his food, but she does anyway. And the pale man goes after her real creepily. Uh, oh, sadly, yeah, he okay. First, we gotta say, yeah, free, dude. All she back. goes for, bro, is two grapes. Grapes out of everything on the table, dude. What are you doing? You have wine back at the house, probably. Like that's the it's, same thing. <laughs> it's nineteen forty-four, bro. I don't know. Things are <sighs> different. I don't know. She's Maybe in the middle grapes. of the woods. Yeah, I guess. So I mean, she's eating like rabbit and true, bread. True, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they probably can't get grapes in wartime, nineteen forty-four, middle of nowhere. Probably. Like. Uh, knowing Del Toro, there's probably some thing linked to it. He's like, yeah, in my childhood, I was never allowed grapes, and then I turned twenty-one and had my first grape, and it was delicious. So you know, you know how he be. He's just I Del, don't know, Toro, but- Del Toro. 
but those grapes did look pretty fire. Like those they were, were some huge, thick grapes. Yeah, those were <laughs> thick boys. Yeah, but dude. I want to know where they got those grapes because yeah, for real, definitely my Whole gosh. Foods. Whole Foods of Spain. That's where. <laughs> what vineyard did they <laughs> take those hand? Give me your number. I want to talk to from. a manager. <laughs> I need to go to Spain and check it out because <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but there is before you go further into this yeah. scene. There's one spoof mm-hmm. at the like at the beginning of it okay. of the scene. So the rule is she's supposed to start the timer, then do the door. Oh, I know the spoof. Yeah, and then but she doesn't. She does the door. She gets in, and then she starts the timer. So she kind of oh. cheats. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was then also something else. when she puts the timer, yeah. it's already like super okay, way down. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then. Yeah. It goes back to the timer and it's like now Better. it's supposed like it's, to be yeah. down, but it's mm-hmm. technically higher <laughs> yep. than what it yep. was. Yep. So yeah, that was two spoofs. <laughs> yep. So and obviously as she walks, it's like kind of just a hallway and then it leads to a big open room. It tells the story of the pale man too. Oh pictures. really? I yeah. did not catch that. Yeah, That's cool. So he eats children oh yeah, yeah i guess i saw that food and yeah, yeah, yeah. he leaves their shoes oh yeah in a big pile. He only leaves their shoes and there's like as she's walking down the hall it has like these paintings mm-hmm. telling that same story essentially mm-hmm. of the pale man and the kids eating the food and then the pale man eating the kids <laughs> and then the pile of shoes and then sure shit she finds a pile of shoes oh yeah yep and i mean don't forget her task is to just get I think another yeah, key. Use right? the key. Use the key to get. I forget what it is. It's the, it's oh, like the dagger. dagger. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's all and, it is. And it introduces yeah. the pale man. Like it shows oh, him yeah, dude. chilling. He's, He's hard chilling. There. Yeah. He's just sitting at the end of his table looking regally terrifying as fuck. Yeah. Hands. She's pretty bold. She, like, she picks up his eyeball and checks that shit out. I was like, what? Yeah, bro, that would not be my first instinct. I would no. see that and be like, I need to get the fuck out. Yeah, dude, exactly. He's literally so grotesque. So, because all he has, he's just like this white, amorphous blob. Like, it, it, he reminds me of like, so you know, the very like old cliche sheet ghost. Mm-hmm. So, if you took a sheet ghost and saran wrapped it and yeah. made it fleshy, mm-hmm. that's. I know what yeah. he reminds me of. Yeah. It's, it's not, it sounds that uncomfortable. Like I can I, see it. I can see it. It's, it's gross. It's gross. He's yeah. Awkwardly he's wrinkled fun. and like, yeah. <laughs> yep. It's, it's not fun. But anyway, she takes those damn grapes, even though she saw the whole tale of what he does to children. Yeah, dude. And the fairies are like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And to play into that, he, they're pushing him away. Yeah. Yeah, because she doesn't even notice that he gets up and no. they're like trying to warn her and like pull the grapes away from her. And she's going in on these grapes by this point. Yeah. And they're like, well, we can't get through to her. This guy's about to eat her. So we need to get him at least away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when she noticed too late. <laughs> yeah, he grabs two of them, two of three, and fucking the three, eats them, dude. Three. Oh, dude, real brutal, gruesome eat it, too. Like, Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah, it is, huh? That is so fucking true. Yeah, he, um, I was reading facts that 
Doug Jones to to make that more realistic, he had to bite into blood filled condoms. I was like, all right, that works. Just gnarly shit, man. Yeah. Which the fawn doesn't know just yet. It takes a minute. So there's one fairy left. I'm like pissed off now because this movie's ruining my life. <laughs> so she barely makes it out alive. Um, she technically, like, she's running. Oh, yeah. Away. The door closed. The door closed. She ran yeah. out of time, but yeah. she's smart. She's a thinker. She's quick on her feet. She saw the chalk. Mm-hmm. My dumbass would have left the chalk. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would have been. No, I wouldn't have been eaten. I wouldn't eat the food. But that too, yes, yes. If I were Ophelia and I had eaten, I would have been eaten because I would have worked the job. Yeah, but yeah. She draws the door in the ceiling. Why mm. she didn't just draw it in the same spot? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Never. I never understood that. Nope. At all. Nope. Maybe she was thinking hatch easier to close instead of trying to. I don't know. Oh, maybe She's trying to give her benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's about all. Because um, using her tippy toes on the edge of a chair to draw this door to risky. get through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah, she barely makes it alive. It gets real intense. Um, sadly, that's the last time we see the pale man. That is his last appearance. Luckily, but also sadly, because he's so crazy, scary, dope. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's so funny. He's such an iconic character. He literally only has like three minutes of screen time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So now we are on Mercedes is out in the forest with the whole rebel team. And she has like a BF. She got that boyfriend, that boy toy. His name is Pedro. That's her brother. Fuck (laughs) off. Are you serious, bro? Are you messing with me? That's her brother. Oh my God. That changes the whole fucking movie. Are you for real right now, bro? Okay, so not a boy toy unless things are different in 1944 Spain. Um, I'd assume no. no. Wow, that's inappropriate, Jensen. Okay, this whole time I thought it was. Are you sure, dude? In positive, my bro- my dude. I've watched this movie like a quadrillion times. I promise you, that's her brother. Because I just I. A little bit later in this scene, the doctor is talking to Pedro. And he's like, he says something very like, you need to love her or something, or you need to let her go. But I guess that could apply to a brother and sister. Because she's like a high risk. She's yeah. with a sociopath, like trying to back of the ranch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, he's like, you need to like talk some sense in her because she's so incredibly loyal to you or whatever. It's her, that's her brother, though. Yeah. That's okay. Okay, well, I mean, I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Sorry. Definitely not boy toy. Anyway, she gives him the key to all of the all of Vidal's supplies in the barracks, which is pretty wild. Turns out she has a second key because that plays into it earlier where Vidal is like, is this the only key? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. And turns out she got that second shit. <laughs> Ophelia is using the mandrake root to help her mom. The fawn gives her a mandrake root, um, tells her she's got to put it in some fresh milk, which sounds delicious. I don't know. Like the, that word, fresh milk, sounds good to me. I don't know. <laughs> fresh milk sounds good. But then I really think about yeah 
fresh what it means. milk. And Ew, I it's like know. still warm. E. Be no. willing to try it because yeah. I love milk. We have to buy two gallons of milk because I go through it that fast. <laughs> yeah. Are you like a insane. glass of milk drinker? Oh yeah, dude. My sister uh, Terry used to give me so much crap because I could literally, like, she'd be sitting in the living room at my mom's house, and I just waltz into the kitchen, open up the fridge, and like pull out like a milk and just drink. And she would just sit there and judge me. Yeah, like, you're disgusting. And I'm yeah. like, it's milk. It's milk. <laughs> but yeah, I'm the kind of person who will just randomly like, I really want a glass of milk. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. It's it's pretty rare occasion for me too, but. Yeah, I feel like I get judged now. Like, it's like a thing. People don't like milk drinkers. I was like, all right, I guess. Yeah. Like, literally, people are going to stop listening to the podcast right now. <laughs> because I love milk so much. And you can all fight me. Because yeah. I fight my sister all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she's got to put this mandrake root in some milk. So milk. a Harry Potter thing? <laughs> yeah, it is. There's mandrakes in Harry Potter, yeah. So, it what? must be like a real... Oh, like a, linked to folklore, actual folklore thing, yeah. yeah, a witchy thing. Yeah. Um, Vidal tells the doctor to save the baby over her if they have to, which is just, bro, out of left field. Hey, where are you coming from, guy? Like, you don't need to say these things. He's like basically wishing it at this point. Hey, Carmen can go fuck herself as long as you get that boy out of her belly. Cool, bro. Mm-hmm. You need to lose your shorts, okay? <laughs> Oh my gosh. So then uh, this was a little confusing because I didn't know exactly what was going on, but a train is derailed question mark, I think, and used as a a distraction. Yeah. It's a distraction from the rebels so that they can like rush the, the village. Mercedes gave her brother, (laughs) the brother, not boy toy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And get all them supplies. Uh, this kind of sucks. So they get back pretty quick and find them. And all of them are slaughtered. Like the rebels are slaughtered, basically um, more head trauma. There's like two or three more people shot in the fucking head. And sadly they don't have a name for him. They just call him the stutterer. It's like a character. Um, he's part yeah, of the rebel team. Like he has him. a stutter. Yeah. He's a real sweet guy, but he has a stutter. Um, they capture him. He's the only one left alive. And right at that scene, I put Mercedes sees him one last time, but I didn't know yet. Uh, oh God. I, my note is literally just one, two, three. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Oh yeah. Vidal is going to interrogate this stutterer guy. He says, he knows that he's a stutterer. He says, if you can say one, two, three without stuttering, let we'll you let go. you go. And there's this whole tense long scene. He's really this, trying to. It yeah, really, he, really oh, gets you right in the yeah. feels. Because you're really hoping and praying that this guy does it. He's really yeah. putting all his emphasis and his 1,000% into saying just these three numbers. Yeah. Yep. He gets three little words. Yeah. It. He gets through his uno and he pushes out the he almost stutters on dos, but mm. he gets it out. And then fucking P and the dress. <laughs> yeah, he he just barely starts stuttering. And oh, wow. 
they uh it's not revealed yet but we'll just jump into it they fuck him up uh they like take a hammer or something to his hand and it's like split in half and obviously his face is all fucked up so you don't really know they probably just punching him and hitting him whatever but mostly it's his hand that's all fucked up and you're like what the hell um it's it's nuts and like i said that doesn't happen just yet like because the doctor comes whatever um just jacked up let's see uh and and you know what i was gonna say too is a comment on that i feel that vidal is the kind of person that even if he would have gotten one two three out and they said i will let you go because there's a whole back and forth not have let no (laughs) they would have they would have untied his ass let him walk and then shot him in the back, which is just, you know, that's who Vidal They is. would have given the false hope for sure. He yeah. would have made it to like the forest edge and then shot down. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is where the fawn visits Ophelia again and finds out that she sort of fucked up. <laughs> like she got uh, the dagger, dude, bro. But the fairy niches her out so fucking quick. Real quick, yeah. She was <laughs> Instantly like, uh, throws her under the bus. Well, bro, dude, the she's moment like, lets her out. <laughs> she's like, bro, there's only one of us. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, she straight up went over mm-hmm. to the fawn and was like, this bitch ate. And my friend's got eight. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fawn dips. He's all pissed off. He's yeah, like, he's yeah, she's you're like, not nope, worthy. You can't do it. Yep. You had one job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so I put Vidal fucks up dude's hand. Um, the doctor gets sent in. Vidal's intention with the doctor bringing him in is to, uh, like patch him up so that yeah, for more torture because he wants to know all of the other rebels' names. But the doctor, because he's helping the rebels, is a rebel. um, Is a rebel exactly? I should have just said that. He ends up um, euthanizing the guy essentially. Yeah, he he injects him (laughs) with some type of magical life ending serum that yeah it takes him out you have to put down euthanasia <laughs> yeah you know it, it sucks but i'd rather do that for it though yeah. yeah he he said please kill me or whatever so it's all I fucked know, up like, i wouldn't want to go through whatever he went through previously yeah. again yeah so let me ask the people listening to this episode uh what number beer are you on or glass of wine are you on because are you sad like me yeah i'm fucking sad right now <laughs> this movie's depressing oh my gosh vidal finds the mandrake and carmen carmen kills it so for a second okay there's a whole scene ophelia is refilling the milk and then she gets dragged hey more dragging like your your theory she gets dragged but this one makes sense this one it does it does and he's just like yeah he just yeet yeah he yeets her from under the bed and He's like, what the hell are you doing under there? And finds the mandrake. He grabs Honestly, it. Honestly, I'd be really fucking confused too. I'd be like, what the fuck is What this? is this voodoo <laughs> shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's about to squeeze it. She he he doesn't know that it's alive, obviously. Um, she's yeah, the only one that like knows it is. Yeah. Giant root. And she's milk. like, no, 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 like don't blood do on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the really fucked up aspect of it is he doesn't end up killing it. He puts it back in the milk and it's all gross. The sound is all gross. I was like, Ew. <laughs> yeah, <milk. laughs> I really was like, oh gosh. Um, and he says it stinks really bad. It, I could feel the stench of it. I just feel um, like it was so rotten gross. Rotten milk and yeah. blood, dude. Yeah. Bloody it's, milk. Oh yeah, true, true. Rotten, bloody milk. Cool. 
because she had to put a couple drops of her own blood in it every night. Yeah. Um, so her mom ends up getting pissed. Yeah, and and like I forgot to point out that she's getting better um, yeah, because of this whole mandrake group. Yeah, better. yeah, she's doing doing pretty good, and even the doctor is like stunned. Uh, so she throws it into the fire and kills it. And this is when Mama starts giving birth. Yeah, dude, she just like instant buckles over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she just throws it in the fire and boom, she's giving birth. Um. I don't know how Vidal figures out. I, I don't know how it correlates in the scene, but oh no, I know because when, when the doctor was killing, Oh my God. When he killed the, the dude the, that they were torturing, he looks in his briefcase thing and finds the vials that he has of mm-hmm. antibiotics. And he brings one back to see if it matches with the one that he found earlier. Turns mm-hmm. out it does so in a real like i cried a little bit i'll admit uh vidal kills the doctor in i don't know like this super unrewarding way like he just shoots him in the back while he's walking away and it just sucks like the doctor was good guy yeah like a good person i don't know it it sucks a good doctor yeah being a doctor helping people you know yeah yeah, this movie has so much death because then directly after the doctors in the rain, in the mud, just face down in mud, shot in the back, bleeding out. It's so stupid in a good way. Like it, it's so fucked up. Um, then mm-hmm. it's discovered that Carmen, the mom, she died in childbirth. Awesome. So everybody's dead. <laughs> I want to leave this place. Oh, gosh um vidal presses mercedes about being the informant uh she's not going to give it up just yet and he knows that she has a second key yeah he puts a few things together because Mm -hmm. honestly i thought this was a big flaw like in her plan Mm. in general like when he originally asked her like that was kind of a big like foreshadowing moment at the very beginning of the movie he asked her like for the key and he double checks like there's no other copy and she says that's the only one made and then he's like i'm gonna hold on to this for now so they kind of put a big emphasis on the key thing yeah and she gets her brother one and then they unlock the door i feel like if they i mean sure if you're gonna unlock it unlock it but make it look like you broke it so that way it takes some of the heat off of her true but they did kind of yeah he mentioned something about funny yeah, how one of the guards yeah noticed that there was no damage to the lock yeah yeah and it's like lock. well that just gave it away so mm-hmm. yeah it sucks um this is where it's now nighttime mercedes and ophelia well mercedes visits ophelia and is like i'm gonna run away and ophelia really wants to go with her she's like nah but ends up she goes with her sadly <laughs> they get caught pretty quickly um you know, you were hopeful that they could like meet up with the rest of the rebels, but yeah, Mercedes is about to be tortured. Um, yeah, he Vidal, like you can tell in his face, he's just gonna fuck her up, man. It's it's so disappointing how shitty of a character he is. Um, but Mercedes <laughs> has other plans. This whole time, she's been wrapping a small blade in her um apron, which mm-hmm. you know, like throughout the film, you're like, why is she doing that? It could just be for whatever, but. 
um yeah because it alludes to it earlier but yeah she 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 takes it out of her apron she uh cuts through the the little handcuffs of well rope i guess yeah the rope yeah and um she straight up just attacks him dude she stabs in the back like shoulder area and then he's like uh i like his reactions like i'm saying literally the actor he yeah. acted like he was literally like that's how someone would act even though he's like this big tough general commander dude whatever he is um captain. yeah captain yeah dude duh, captain vidal duh. um he still reacts very human like he doesn't act all i mean later on with some other stuff he does act this like a fucking badass but actor yeah is wild yeah he's like, fucking nuts you can genuinely make somebody like hate you yeah dude like, I, like dude yeah shit so good like i guess i read earlier too like guillermo had him he dropped his voice a whole octave hmm. or he was told to drop his voice an octave and talk like monotone mm-hmm. for the role so it's not even what he sounds like damn that's nuts <laughs> so i'm like that beats asked like requested like mm-hmm. no you need to talk an entire octave lower yeah the entire that's so <laughs> yeah um this the rest of that scene is pretty cringy too because then he turns around she stabs him i i want to say the heart i mean it obviously doesn't hit the heart it's a very small blade maybe like a two inch blade or something um yeah, it's just like a little tiny. cooking knife whatever like a but, potato peeling. <laughs> yeah, but she like she stabs him in that heart area. And I'm like, dude, if it didn't even nick it, what the hell? But and then there's this whole monologue where she the knife is in his mouth, like up against his cheek. And she says something <laughs> so like serious. Yeah, she says, I think she kind of says, Don't fuck with me, kind of. Right? Uh, I don't fully really remember that part. Actually. Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what she says to him, but something along those lines. And she All like pulls the knife the joker from the dark knight yeah dude she pulls the knife out and it splits like up his cheek yeah i definitely cringed i was like oh my god yeah so dude. it's very joker-esque yeah yeah it's That's nuts it. <laughs> so this is where i thought her timeline was up she runs into the forest and they almost they all get on their horses and they almost catch her again but um the rebels come and save her luckily it was like oh my gosh perfect timing because yeah she was almost to be well because she was going to end her own life she was like i you know i'm not going to be tortured so she was about to take the knife yeah, to her neck off into the forest yeah like yeah but that one dude that's like right under the captain he was like oh i'd rather end your life for you you know mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever but then he gets fucked up he gets shot <clears throat> yeah dude the cavalry yeah they they pull up dude for sure so the fawn is back to give her one more chance uh ophelia she has to get her brother and bring him to the labyrinth this is where you start having some trust issues with the fawn you're like hold on dagger baby brother what's going on here bro getting a little sus (laughs) yeah you're you're looking a little sus bro uh this scene was pretty gnarly vidal has to stitch up his own mouth uh yeah this is where i hate this scene so much yeah um i think from a medical standpoint i think he's doing it backwards because he starts like from where it opened where the wound started i think you you go to where it's closest like you want to like close it up Mm -hmm. 
because if you go this way it's gonna leave you might leave a gap or something so i don't know whatever <laughs> yeah yeah oh dude, and then even better counts right yeah he puts a fucking band-aid on it and he takes a shot of liquor and it's like Eep through. oh gosh i'm like and dude what are you like, thinking <laughs> yeah but bro yeah like that <laughs> so ophelia is in the room because she used her chalk to make a door to get her brother um then he leaves because some shit's throwing down he t- you know the general dude yeah. that's also oh, a very dude. suspenseful scene because she's like hiding yeah with a oh, baby yeah. while he's doing all this we forgot to mention that she's in yep. the room yeah. with her baby <laughs> yeah and i think before he's told about how mercedes got away um that he finds the chalk right yeah he's yeah like, he finds he's the chalk. about to investigate but then the dude comes is. in yeah. yeah yeah she's hiding behind like a big couch or whatever mm-hmm. um so she also decides to poison him with the stuff that was poisoning her mother so that's a big question i have is do you think vidal gave her a vial of something that would harm Carmen? Impossible. Yeah, I'm like, I think that's his character, so. Yeah, uh, would have passed him. Yeah. Zero Fs about her. He just wanted the kid. Yeah, yeah. So Vidal catches Ophelia taking her brother. Um, a chase ensues, um, but he's all poisoned and shit, and like he can't really walk too that well. And he chases her oh, all the way to the and- labyrinth. I don't think that's a poison. It wasn't a poison. I'm remembering that better now. Um, it was like you said that it's her. It helped her mom sleep at night, and she, the doctor. Oh, so it's gave, just like a sleeping. Yeah, agent. But okay. the doctor was very specific and said only two drops, mm. and that'll it'll get you through the night. And so and she it shows Ophelia like, fucking it up. <laughs> yeah, she's well, dumping it, dude. So he's yeah. like sedated, or like yeah, in the. Phase much, yeah. of getting also drunk sedated. so yes. those are mixing in his stomach he's also he, all fucked up he's been stabbed and yeah he's all fucked cheek up is yeah stone bro yeah better. exactly yeah. dude he if i break rough. a toenail i'm out of commission for a week you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> he's, he's definitely had better days yeah he's got a lot going on right now yeah I still don't feel for him though. Like fuck this no, guy still. Absolutely so, not. Zero yeah. remorse. <laughs> yep. So she Ophelia gets to the labyrinth with the brother. The fawn says um that they have to here's the thing. Do they have to sacrifice him? Or no, because that's what okay. she thought too. That okay. was her also that was also Ophelia's first instinct was Okay. You're gonna you're Yeah, gonna I'm not what? doing that. Yeah. Because <laughs> the fawn was just like, we need blood. Okay. We need his blood. And she was like, you're not going to sacrifice my brother. Like, the fuck? And he's like, no. Stupid. We prick. I just need, like, you know, blood. Oh, I don't okay, need, okay. like, blood. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, mm. yeah. <laughs> And he's like, but he also says, like, um, why do you care about this little brat yeah. right now anyway? Um, which, yeah, you obviously, like, your mom or something, yeah, and stuff like that. He really guilt trips her for being so protective over yeah. the baby. But I, I think it's pretty obvious that this is like the third test, it's like a test he's testing her. I get it. Um, yeah. but this is where it goes all fucked up, and I'm out here crying and shit, not right now, but I'm saying when I was watching <laughs> it, uh, Vidal shows up, grabs the sun from Ophelia's arms and he just shoots Ophelia 
in like the stomach area, whatever. It's just showing no regard. Wild. Yeah, he just shoots her. Um, was not expecting that. Uh, yeah, dude. Normally, you know, it's a kid. You don't shoot a kid. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like holy Del Toro shit. Shoot the kid. <laughs> in the end, who's also our end. main protagonist? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, the fact that she's also the main character. Like yeah. you, every time you watch a movie or like a TV series, you're like, it's the main character. They're not gonna actually die. Yeah. So he he's walking out of the labyrinth and they are all the rebels are waiting for him. So he hands Mercedes his son because he, he, he can't go anywhere. He knows it's over. Yeah. I don't know why he was fighting so hard for it anyway, so yeah he he hands mercedes his son and he's like this whole monologue of oh just tell him the time i died because of his whole father issue his daddy yeah, issues he's got daddy issues yeah he's got some serious watch or whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah so he's telling uh mercedes to tell him when he died and she's like nope i'm not gonna tell him he's not gonna know about you and then they all they shoot him in the face he gets all fucked up so he's <laughs> dead yeah i know so then this is where they rush into the labyrinth and they see ophelia mercedes is like holding ophelia and we cut to a scene where ophelia is in this like very like angelic oh, chamber we, no we cut to the beginning of the oh no no well, no, no, yeah. no that is but yeah yeah yes yeah, kind of. of the movie technically yeah so she's in this like very like angelic chamber looking thing and her father is there and he's all like white bearded Zeus looking guy. And um, she made it back to the underworld. Yeah. And her mom is there. Her blood hit the, the circle thing. Yeah. 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 Cause she's right by this well. The portal. And so. The portal. Yeah. 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 So when she was shot, <laughs> the blood is kind of like pouring in and it, yeah. yeah. Um, and then her mom is there and suddenly the baby brother's not. What the hell? I guess he's. Yeah, I mean he's alive, but he ain't there. So, um, he's alive. Yeah. So yeah, I just put up. She ain't. I I wrote down she's dying, but ends up in her father's realm, and then it cuts back to Mercedes like crying over her body, and that's the yeah. end, dude. And it shows her bleeding now it's out. A bittersweet ending? Question mark. So like it's happy because she made it. She's a princess, or is that kind of like? Is that her heaven? Like, is is all of it just like in her head? To me, being an eleven-year-old girl oh, in nineteen forty-four World War Two shithole. Yeah, I mean, like, to me, and obviously, this this film is just like a play on how a child's creativity like took in the effects of war and what she created from it in her mind, and so I think everything is fake, like the fawn, the fairies, the pale man. These are just manifestations that she's created to cope with these insane effects that war has on people. Mm -hmm. And personally, the reason this tale is so tragic, this movie's so fucked up is because I think she fully dies in the end. Mm -hmm. And that that's just like her, it, it could be her heaven for sure. Um, You know, if, if, that's what you believe in or whatever. I, I'm not telling people, Hey, you have to believe in heaven or whatever, but you know, I just think it's her way of coping with the effects of war and it's fucked up. What did you do to us? 
<laughs> I showed you a fantastically beautifully well-crafted triple a plus movie that's what i fucking did <laughs> that's what she did folks yeah yeah i it's not often that and, and obviously because it's funny first thing chanel said that i when i said that we were watching pan's labyrinth she said that's not a horror film and i was like it's it's close it's there we're fine we're all right. We're called the Spook Squad. Like it just yeah. has to be a little spooky. Like, the Pale yeah, Man like Spooky. I fuck. never. I honestly, personally, never categorized this as a horror film either nah. until we were doing the countdown and I was doing all the research or whatever, and this popped up in the horror genre. And I yeah. was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And yeah. I was like, "It is a very dark, moody, suspenseful at times yeah. kind of movie for sure." Yep. Um. But yeah, I still don't know if I classify it as like horror. Yeah, for sure. Or fantasy horror? Is that yeah, horror yeah, fantasy, fantasy horror. I mean, with all of the elements of like the grotesque actions like of Vidal. Dark fantasy mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Very uh, Brothers Grimm-ish. Yeah, I think if it shows a face being bashed in, like, and like kids aren't supposed to watch it, like it, it's got some shit going, you know. It's it's, it's the kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, it it's the eight though. What is? Wait, what? The girl. So, and oh, when okay, okay. He originally wrote the script. It was for a. Oh, I read that. Yeah, eight-year-old, but he was so impressed with her, her as an actor that yeah. he tailored the script for her to be eleven. Right, right. Sorry. And uh, yeah, I'm glad because I think this girl killed it. I oh. unfortunately, like, I don't know any of the actors' names. I didn't write it down. Um, yeah. Shout out to all of them. I think all of them were fantastic. Amazing. Um, even okay. Pedro, the boy toy. Just kidding. <laughs> Except Doug Jones. I know Doug Jones, but. Yeah, exactly. He's the only, like, American. Yep. Well, but and and that makes me feel so much more respect toward um doug jones because i put myself in his shoes if i were to be hired on to a job and the only person who speaks english is the director not even according to the even guillermo has he has a very heavy accent he does oh yeah we all know that yeah he super does um but even like the makeup artists didn't speak english so it's like or it was I, that filmed in Spain. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what do you mean here in a country that doesn't speak English? Yeah. yeah, so that's that's wild. But also he nailed it. And then to play two roles, although your your second role is smaller, but you still play sure. two roles and you learned two scripts in English yeah. or in, in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, I I the fawn was more of a character than I expected him to be um oh cool i love the font yeah yeah the font is super cool i expected the font to just be because i like i said i've seen screenshots i've even seen clips of this film so i knew what i was getting myself into but um i didn't know that the font was so much he's doug jones kills that role he's just like so um animated and like he really ties that character into its spot i was shocked at that i don't know what it was he did say that the the font um costume makeup piece was one of the comfiest oh yeah i remember here yeah reading that. ever put on yeah and he was 
so grateful for that just because of all the pieces it was broken down into. Yeah, yeah. And then how his legs were CGI out. <laughs> yep. I've actually <laughs> like seen the behind legs. the scenes footage yeah. of that. Yeah. And it looks so cool. It's yeah. like a stilted type thing. Yeah. I believe yeah. it's really cool. I remember he was on an episode. I used to watch this old show on sci-fi called Face Off. Oh yeah, yeah. Super fun I show. Face I love yeah. that show. Yeah. And he was a guest judge one time and they nice. talked about his That's time sick. in Pan's Labyrinth. And I was oh, so fucking cool, sweet. dude. So cool. That is sick. Yeah, I mean it, it's pretty crazy what you can do. And you can tell that they do the same thing with the uh the pale man because his legs mm-hmm. are like these skinny, like bone looking chicken leg things. So oh, yeah, you, dude, and yeah. they're all like buckled in and you're yeah. like Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Everything about the pale man makes you very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, like he haunts your dreams for sure. Oh, yeah. So and the fact that he could like barely see through that yeah, that yeah. prosthetic too. He had to like look through the little nose hole. Yeah, that's I remember him <laughs> saying that. Yeah. yeah. How do you bravo, my dude? Bravo. For real. And I also know wow. in in episode of the Corridor Crew on YouTube that I watched, mm-hmm. um, they just dive into like CGI and stuff and all that. They said, cause they covered parts of this film and they talked about his feet being fake and for the fawn mm-hmm. and same with that. And um, it also talked about how Vidal, that was a prosthetic added to his face with green screen underneath it. And the That's actor true. had to actually use a needle and sew it up. And sew the prosthetic. That's mm-hmm. wild. Yep. Yep. That's wild. So, so like, yeah like gnarly even more just, uncomfy. Ah, yeah actually yeah. you could actually see him like struggle to push the yeah, needle through this yeah. skin-like material yeah cool. yeah it's super cool but wow and then i respect guillermo a ton because you know hollywood was like my dude let us do this for you we'll give you double the budget oh yeah if you just- yeah make it english and he's yeah, and like he said nah. that, yeah it's so funny to me that it literally wouldn't even be on anybody's radar probably because oh, it would just be like you movie. know they'd film in la would have crashed and burned dude yeah. if hollywood would have had its way with it honestly yeah so no thank you nope <laughs> yeah. good job guillermo for telling the man no <laughs> but that's the kind of director that he is he's a very like he knows what he wants and that's Mm -hmm. why he's so beloved in the horror community and really any community you know you know he's one of those directors even if you are just like a film buff you know his name you don't have to be a horror person because it's not like all of his films are horror um well-known name yeah like uh what's that other really popular uh the shape of water yeah oh yeah beautiful that was an amazing film i always wanted to watch it but that was one of the ones i never got around yeah, it's it's good. I I recommend it. It's got those similar vibes. Oh God! And in that movie, uh, Michael Shannon, I think his name is the actor that plays the villain. He's the same way. Fucking, fucking asshole! Oh my uh, God, he's so terrible. Good at ruining Picking villains, faces dude. and yeah. creating yeah. the villain that yeah. even I can't like. Yeah, just saying something. Yeah, yeah. He Thanks he's so good at picking characters, man. Oh my gosh. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Um, do we want to do some? Oh yeah, we gotta do favorite spooky, spooky-ish oh, yeah. what's scenes. Your, what's your favorite scene? <laughs> um, I guess uh, the whole movie is just gorgeous. So, <laughs> like, 
I think the obvious one would be the Pale Man. So I'll go next to what would be obvious. And I'd say the introduction of how bad Vidal is, which is him just bashing in dude's face with a wine bottle. It's just so fucked up, especially when it's revealed that they were just rabbit hunters. Yeah, you just... And he still doesn't care. Yeah, at that point... Yeah, (laughs) at that point, you know what kind of character you're dealing with. So that for sure, next to the Pale Man. What about you? Honestly, I really enjoy the how they made like when she first tells the her baby brother like that story about the blue rose and everything. Mm-hmm. I really like that form of animation that they use in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like the few times that they use the animation in the movie. Yeah. Really like that whole yeah. scene in the flower and how it just like pans into it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's different and I like that. Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised it was something you you laughed at that wasn't meant to be funny. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Not with this one. Not with this one. I don't think I have any. I shouldn't laugh at this moment. I didn't laugh once. I don't unless it was literally meant to be funny. But I can't really. I don't think there was much that was meant to be funny. No. I mean, dude, I'm... we're talking about the aftermath of World War II. Yeah. And like, creepy ass pale man. I'm slightly sadistic, slightly, you know, not all right in the head. I read for all the bad and all the time. But that this is a movie even I can't laugh at. There's no Mm-mm. scenes where I'm like, <laughs> that was funny when it really shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, think we've had two weeks in a row now that we've dealt with movies like this. Because Black Coat's daughter was. We've got a. Yeah really really we're on our emo streak okay (laughs) leave us alone in our pink hair okay gosh and my wristbands the giant rubber like yeah yeah saying quotes yeah save Mm -hmm. the boobies or i love boobies yeah i had a pandas one there pandas just pandas yeah just it it said pandas it was white and it said pandas (laughs) (laughs) okay sweet no, I, I get it. it. <laughs> I was right there with you. Yeah, if I could post my freshman year photo. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, I mean, I'd get roasted hard to the end of the earth. So I think it's time for some spooky ratings. Um, I'll start because I tend to. Um, I, don't take offense to this. I give oh, wow. it a four out of five. Okay. Yeah, like it, it's high up there. Um it's not a perfect film to me. I think, unfortunately, like the CGI, it doesn't knock a whole star out of it. I know, I know, I know. Um, I just think this was a very heavy CGI film. And yeah, so it kind of throws it off. Um, and then other than that, I usually when it comes to like, a kid dying being shot to death in the end i would actually be more emotional so i don't know what it's missing in that category of emotion like you should be very attached to this girl um but something about it 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 lacks a tiny bit of emotion not that it doesn't lack all emotion i'm not roasting this movie but and obviously four out of five is still a pretty high rating but Mm -hmm. you know it's probably not as high as yours maybe so what's what's yours I'm gonna give this one four point six. Four point six. Four point six. Four point six. You heard it here. Super high Almost. rated. 
almost perfect. But yeah. like you said, not perfect. Yeah, like you can point out the flaws. Like there's things missing. It's for me, it's incredibly hard to get a perfect film. It just is. I mean, minus Alien. <laughs> so um yeah it's it's really hard to find those i mean i love the witch it was like my number four on my top 10 or three even i think and it's it's like also it's a four out of five mm-hmm. so uh you know just keep that kind of stuff in mind like yeah this one's this one's way up there it's, this is almost perfect for me that's saying a lot yeah exactly for me, who usually range in the like three and under <laughs> yeah exactly for ratings generally it's feel like my average would come out to like a two and a half yeah yeah 4.6 is is definitely i mean i wish we were tracking all this but that sounds like a pain in the butt too so might have to just go through all the episodes just to the very end yeah true at least we know it's at the end yeah yeah because i feel like get my average rating yeah i feel like i've only given two movies this one included above a four uh yeah yeah um because like last week's was a three out of five i remember you gave it average um yeah yeah you're for the most part but we do have one coming up that i think you'll give another super high rating i'd assume yeah i do i love this movie i've always loved this movie since i was younger and i first saw it i watched it i remember watching it with my mom um when i was a little older enough to kind of (laughs) keep up i've always been a really proficient reader so reading yeah. the subtitles never bothered me i grew up watching animes no. and stuff like that with subtitles so yeah that never bothered me but i remember watching it with my mom that was wild <laughs> yeah but it was such a good movie and i loved it then and i love the lullaby i usually have that as my ringtone actually mm, my nice. always on vibrate phone except yeah. halloween that's when i use the silent hill tone <laughs> nice yeah theme. yeah but yeah, other than that, I usually the Pan's Labyrinth lullaby bounces in there a lot too. Always mm-hmm. love that lullaby; it's so pretty. And I like how the entire movie soundtrack pretty much revolves around that lullaby. It kind of right. different forms of the lullaby. Yeah, which is really it's really fun. It's different. Yeah, different, just different rendition renditions of one song, which you Definitely. don't see a lot of. But yeah, love this movie. It's it's a good one. I'm glad to be on on the board on board I'm for. So glad you finally. I hopped on the train. <laughs> yeah, like I hopped on the train finally. I'm on my way to becoming a full Del Toro fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that was Pan's Labyrinth, the most depressing film we've ever watched on here. Um, that's okay though. If you want to comment and reach out to us or email us, go ahead and find us on the Spook Squad podcast, either on Instagram or email us that on Gmail. Um, if you listen to us, please, please, please go rate and review us. That'd be dope as hell. It really helps with like the ranking system and all that bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. I just made a board. So yeah. And um, but if they want to have some fun with what can they do to like add an extra level to it? Can they watch us? They can. Dope. Will where? they? No. No, but, but <laughs> if you decide to get off your high mm-hmm. horse you can yeah. and <laughs> you can watch us on youtube yeah like subscribe youtube spiel oh yeah all that all that jazz so with that being said um do i have a recipe this week no not really honestly 
uh, go make a salad. Literally any type of salad. Just make go a on salad. TikTok and find random shit on TikTok that You'll I always figure do. It out. Yeah. Go for it. Yep. I hope you made tartines last week. Probably not because literally no one even probably. Yeah. No. Make a salad. But make a spooky salad. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>